0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbits Rounding's Podcast 185. This time I just have a couple of iOS games to talk about, and this will be sort of unplanned and off the top of my head. I have played both a fair amount, but I haven't made any formal notes like I normally do. Still kinda busy and bleh with school, so I didn't get organized like I normally do. But hopefully it will be okay, and hopefully you'll enjoy the show. In the Tiki 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 Room In the Tiki 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 Room All the birds sing word and the flowers croon In the Tiki 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 Room Welcome to our tropical hideaway, you lucky people, you. If we weren't in the show, starting right away, we'd leave the audience to. All together in the tiki 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 room, in the tiki-tiki-tiki-tiki-tiki room. All the birds sing word, and the flowers groom, in the tiki-tiki-tiki-tiki-tiki room. So the first iOS game I have is Puzzle to the Center of the Earth. It is free. It's not a universal app, but it is out for both iPhone and iPad. One thing which seems to be more rare these days is that for its music track, it can run things like podcasts, or I would assume whatever music you are listening to. Pretty much every time I've played, I've played while listening to podcasts. So that's pretty cool. Other than that, the options seem pretty limited. It seems like sound on or sound off or music on or music off, and that's about it. It is a free-to-play game. There is an energy-based system, but I didn't even run into it until probably a few hours into the game. Talk about that more in a minute. It's got pretty nice graphics. It's fairly simplistic. A few things are pretty detailed. The elements are pretty small. But overall, the game is a puzzle game, so mostly they're just kind of big square blocks. Very easy to see and very colorful, so they're easily identified. It is one of the sort of chain-matching systems, where you have sort of a field of squares, and then you sort of connect the dots between the ones you want to chain, I guess you could say. When you start off, you can go anywhere between 3 and 6, I just upgraded it. It has sort of an upgrade system. And so now I can go up to seven blocks. When you start out your matching, all you have access to is matching single colors. But then later you will unlock what they call a formula. And as example, the first one is, I believe, blue, red, green. And that's just three colors. And that will explode sort of a large area around the blocks you're matching. So basically what the game is about is you have a character and he's sort of digging his way through this puzzle grid. It's kind of like you're making it into sort of a platforming area. There is gravity, so you will drop. You can only hop up two squares, but you can hop. So if you clear sort of a space, you can jump to a different area. And the point is in each level... You have to get all the way to the bottom to exit out the bottom of the area. But also, each area, at least so far in the first section and the first level of the second section, have a switch and a special chest, which is a star. So, so far, the maximum score, I guess you could say, is a switch and a star, and completing the level by escaping out the bottom. Because if you don't make it out the bottom, nothing you did counts and you have to restart that level. There were 10 areas in the first section. And if you do find all of the switches, you get to sort of a bonus round area. And there's some um, gold in there and there's a special trophy kind of thing. And it's, it's kind of cool. It's worth getting to if you can find it and you're sort of a completionist and enjoy playing the game. It sounds like a very simplistic idea, but it is actually quite a bit of fun. I think the areas in the map that are required are fixed. Like, I think the position of where the switch and the star is is always going to be the same on each level. Not that each level is the same, but, you know, level 1 will always have them in the same spot, level 2 will always have them in the same spot, that kind of thing. But I believe all of the blocks that can be matched will be randomized. And it's not like it screws you. There are, you know, always some matches here, some matches there. Some will have gold. Some will produce this sort of energy that you need to make matches. You only start out with a certain number of potential matches, and then you'll need to get more energy so that you can keep making matches. Because one of the ways to blow the level is you run out of potential matches and you can't progress, or you simply blow it somehow and and then you can't get out of the level. The first area was pretty basic and I got through it pretty easily. It did take me quite a while though. I think I would say I've played probably about 3 hours to get through it. And during that time while it was challenging, it was not overly frustrating and I never ran out of lives and ran into the sort of energy time-based system of the game at all. So I didn't even really know it existed until I hit the second section. The first level on the second section is significantly harder. I have really been having to plan out my moves. And even with that, I've tried, I think, about three times to get through it. And I still haven't passed the first level in the second section. And that's where I ran into sort of the energy time-based mechanic that most free-to-play games have, which I dislike. And... I really liked this game up until that point because it allowed me to play pretty much as much as I wanted. But now that I've hit that wall, it's sort of frustrating. What it is, is you basically have three lives, and it's kind of hard to kill yourself. You have to pretty much explode things on you a couple of times, or you have to sort of plummet to your death by dropping too far. But basically you will effectively lose a life by needing to restart the level because you get stuck, you'll run out of potential moves you can do or you'll just get to the point where you used up all the moves you could and now you're out of move energy and there's no more matches you can make even though there are some available. So restarting the level also takes a life. So like I said, uh, section 2, the first level is pretty much a lot harder and so I've run out of attempts each time. But the game is super fun. It's free to play, like I said. I haven't really felt the need to spend that, you know, dollar to get more lives. If I recall, it's a dollar per life, so it seems like a really bad deal. It looks like they refresh every 15 minutes so far, so it doesn't seem like a a really terribly long wait. But, you know, if you can make those attempts and get stuck in that 15 minute period then you know you've played for less than 15 minutes and now you can't play anymore you know for 15 minutes until your next life restores so I don't know as far as free to play games go it was really amazing those first few hours now it seems like I might get stuck quite a bit maybe I just need to upgrade my abilities some you do find gold in the levels And so it's possible that, you know, grinding out some gold, as it were, and upgrading my abilities might allow me to get into areas I've previously been getting stuck on. There are also special things you can buy, like there's a dynamite that blows up an area. There's a compass that will point to the star. There's a mining pick, I think. I don't recall if you can actually buy that with gold. That might be actual money purchase only. But that will break through the invulnerable blocks, which you, you know, can't match. So, you know, that would allow you to sort of hack through a wall that's blocking you. But I like it quite a bit. Like I said, it is free to play. So if you are into puzzle games and you want something a little bit different that might be a little bit more challenge oriented, you might want to give this a look. Because I think Puzzle to the Center of the Earth is a really good game at its core and quite fun to play. Next iOS game I have is quite a surprise to everybody, because it is made by Sony Computer Entertainment, and this game is Run Sackboy Run, which is an endless runner in the Little Big Planet style. It's basically a Little Big Planet game on iOS. I do believe the app is not universal, but it does have that separate phone/slash iPad client. This unfortunately does not let you play your own music or podcasts. So you're either listening to the game or not. The graphics are really good and really super cute as per standard Little Big Planet. Everything looks and feels exactly like a Little Big Planet game. The only thing is you're running automatically instead of controlling where your character goes in terms of speed. You basically just command when he will jump or There's like a dash forward feature. I don't think it goes faster than running. But basically there's a big monster chasing you. It's off the screen if you have sort of all of your space. But there are things like there's a sticky pad that'll slow you down and so the monster will catch up. And if the monster catches up, he will, of course, eat you. And there's other dangers as well. There's spikes on the floor. There's electricity on the floor in the second area. There are those little wooden horses or TVs or other things that might be floating in the air that are dangerous if you touch them you die instantly there is an invulnerability bubble which you can get which I think is based on how far you go there's also a way you can start the game with a invulnerability bubble so you're basically running and you'll jump to avoid dangers and you have the bubble if it's charged seems to run out pretty quickly I have found a few of the standard infinite running game kind of things where there's like a jetpack and you can float or I'll get like a magnet and that will sort of scoop up all of the little bubbles that you can collect. As per the traditional little big planet games, if you collect up the little bubbles, you can actually buy stuff and that stuff is pretty much just costumes. I think all of the power type things are temporary. They They run out after one use or, you know, that one run that you're doing. There are also stickers, which you can find. And if you collect the stickers, I think they give you things like money or they'll give you like a special ability that's one use kind of thing. It is free to play. There isn't an energy system. You can play it pretty much as much as you want. There is the in-app store and you can buy things like the bubbles, you know, which is in-game money, or you can buy extra lives to continue your run or I think you can unlock costumes as well I haven't felt the need to buy any of that stuff because you can get it all in game so I think it's a really good free-to-play game seems like it is genuinely free to play but like most infinite running games if you're like me and not very good at them you'll probably not play more than a minute or two and then you know that game is over but you can play, you know, repeatedly, so it seems pretty fun. And if you liked the Little Big Planet series, this is definitely something to pick up if you can, because it's super cute and has all of the cuteness and fun of any of the Little Big Planet games. And again, it's free to play, so if you are interested in that, you definitely want to check it out. I have a little bit of news this week. Interstellar, the movie, is now out. Looks pretty amazing, but with the money as tight as it is, I can't go see it, so I probably won't be able to review it until it's out for rental for, you know, significantly cheaper than full price in the theater movie. But it looks really good. I would say if you're into sort of classic science fiction, you probably want to go check it out in theaters while it's still there. November 18th, we have a bunch of stuff coming out. We have Dragon Age Inquisition coming out for several platforms. Far Cry is also coming out for several platforms. And Little Big Planet 3 is coming out for, I believe, both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3. That is a Sony exclusive, so it's only going to be on the PlayStation. And that's it for the news. That's it for this week's Rabbit's Ramblings. Hopefully everybody had a good Halloween time. Nothing else really going on, so probably just say goodbye. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. <gasps> I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now I'm still trying to shake off the pain from the lessons I've learned Whatever happens, I must not cry. You cannot make me cry. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash dot html. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot at a price point of your choice, be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Rumblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons attribution share alike license.